When you're in the hospital, you're typically not going to think about food service. You're typically not going to think about housekeeping. Those are afterthoughts. Uh, and white coats, you know, scare us. And, and so a lot of times the only people we can relate to are the housekeepers, are the food service workers that come into our room. So it's really important. The cool thing is, is we're doing that every single day. I could sit here for hours and tell you stories about what we're doing. It's, it's amazing. Every day they're just focused on making sure that we go above and beyond somehow to help a patient. And, and so I get, I'm flooded by those stories and it just, you know, gets me up in the morning. Welcome to Compass One Connections, our new podcast series designed specifically to help inform, educate, and inspire our Compass One associates just like you. So wherever you are, relax for the next few minutes as we get you connected. This is Compass One Connections. Hello, everyone. We appreciate you joining us right here on our Compass One Connections podcast. I am your host, Tommy Kane. Let's get connected. Today, we have a very special guest joining us, Mr. Dusty Derringer. Dusty has served as Vice President of Patient Experience for Compass One Healthcare since November of 2010. He is responsible for patient experience strategy, operations, and outcomes nationwide for Compass One Healthcare companies, Morrison Healthcare and Crothel Healthcare. Dusty, thanks for being here today, ma'am. Thank you. Thank you. I'm excited. Yeah, you say that now until I put you in the hot seat yeah. here in about a few minutes. But um, So when you hear the word patient experience... What does that entail? Tell people what that entails. Yeah, so if you think about uh, a patient who is admitted to a hospital, uh, they typically don't want to be there, right? Uh, and so it, it is really encompassing everything that happens within a hospital stay. Uh, and, and my focus is how we take care of that from a, or how we address that from a support services side. Okay. And you do it for both Morrison and Crothel, correct? Correct. Yeah. So walk me through what that entails from the Morrison side. Mm -hmm. And then if you will, after that, just kind of explain to me what that means from the Crothel side, sure. which is more EVS and, and that kind of thing. Absolutely. So, you know, um, from a Morrison side, we tackle it uh, by looking at uh, third party surveys that we get uh, from whether it be Press Ganey or, or other organizations that after a patient is discharged from the hospital, they'll receive a survey. And so we, they ask questions like uh, quality of food, mm -hmm. temperature of food, courtesy of the person delivering food. Uh, and so from a Morrison standpoint, we've worked really hard to try to break that down uh, pretty you know, fundamentally to understand what, what drives that experience. So we know that timeliness of the delivery, making sure we have the accurate order, making sure the temperature is correct and that people are courteous as they deliver the food is really paramount in, in ensuring a, a positive patient experience with regard to Morrison. Okay. On the Crothel side, um, you know, it, uh, patients expect hospitals to be clean uh, from a housekeeping standpoint. And when they come in the organization, they, they expect it to be 100% clean. And then we have to help them have a confidence that it's clean. Also with you know, the, uh, the relationships we have with nursing staff as well, they have to be confident. The physicians have to be confident. And then, you know, again, the cherry on top is the courtesy. Sure. So, so when you're in the hospital, you're typically not going to think about food service. You're typically not going to think about housekeeping. Those are afterthoughts. And so how do we bring that front of mind to the patient so when they get one of these surveys, they can fill it out and give us a good score? Yeah, because like you mentioned, I mean, when you're in the hospital, obviously you're there for health reasons. If something's mm -hmm. you know wrong, and it's nice to have that comfort around you of pleasant, smiling faces, clean cleanliness. 
I mean, you want to bring that like almost home atmosphere to that hospital room as much as you can and be friendly. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I mean, it's an intimidating place, right? right. So most of us don't have an MD or an RN behind our name. Uh, And white coats, you know, scare us. And and so a lot of times the only people we can relate to are the housekeepers, are the food service workers that come into our room. So it's really important. I think sometimes it's overlooked. What do you think makes the biggest impact on the patient experience? From your studies and research and just years of doing this now, what is the one thing that makes the biggest impact? You know, it's a, it's a good example. When I first took this role, Bobby, Bobby Coutte asked me, he said, what's the silver bullet? And I don't think there's a single silver bullet. Um, and so I, I'd like to be able to answer with one succinct answer, but I don't think there is one. I mean, I think uh, a, a consistency in our approach uh, is, is really paramount to making sure that we improve patient satisfaction and, and, and enhance the patient experience. Um, I also think just trying to be human, mm-hmm. you know, with our patients is important. Uh, and so showing that we care for them uh, is, is critical as well. So I, well, I, well, I'd like to be able to answer it, you know, relatively succinctly, but I can't. Yeah. But it's just overall, I guess, if you had to summarize it the best you could, it's just being friendly to everybody and treating those people like they're family. Like, absolutely. Right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like how you would want your house to be cleaned and how you would want your house to be clean and how you'd want to treat your guests that came into your house and treat it the same way. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Good stuff. You talked about positive impressions. Tell me about that program. Yeah. So uh, positive impressions was a, uh, it, it started as a, an idea on the back of a napkin at a Dunkin' Donuts in, in Boston, Massachusetts. Dunkin' Donuts in Boston. Yeah. No, 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 no surprise that? there. No, no, we were literally, <laughs> a, yeah. So, uh, uh, and uh, Lauren Prepchuk, who's now on the patient experience team and I uh, sat down and, and kind of sketched out a concept. And what we did was we took best practices from what we were currently doing, and this started in environmental services on the Crothel side, we, we took a look at best practices internally, what has been what had been working, uh, and then we looked externally. So we looked at Ritz-Carlton, we looked at Disney, we looked at the Studer Group um, to try to find you know other things that could impact it. And so we, we, we developed this program. It's really got four essential elements. The first is what we call defining moments, and it's the, the retail feel, how you look, how you talk. Uh, engagement's a really key strategy for us, both from a staff engagement standpoint, but also from a nursing engagement uh, standpoint. Uh, we want to tailor the program to fit. That's our third uh, strategy, really tailoring it to fit each of the organizations. And finally, um, it's expertise. And so uh, I'm excited that we've grown our team uh, and we have, uh, we've got, a, I think, a level of expertise that's unmatched in the industry. So that's really just kind of a glimpse, a glimpse into positive impressions. And it all started from a napkin. A napkin and a Dunkin' Donuts. Imagine that. Some yeah. of the greatest uh, ideas in this country of ours have started on people's yeah. napkins. That's what they say. That's right. yeah. There you go. <laughs> you mentioned a little bit earlier about the involvement with uh, HCAPs. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about that and the challenges for patient experience team to really maintain and improve those scores. I know those scores are so important to what we do. Yeah, so so the HCAP survey, if, if you don't know, is a survey that's administered uh, by the federal government. So it's... Uh, Center for Medicare and Medicaid Services uh, back in 2008 developed this, and it was really to help drive quality okay. and to drive choice in, in healthcare. Uh, and so it is really, you know, certainly built steam since it was adopted and first put into practice in 2012. So first of all, an HCAP survey is much different because it's frequency-based. So our question is with regard to room cleanliness, and it is how often was your room and bathroom clean? Uh, and so it's important that we address it, um, understanding it's a frequency question, but we address it as a courtesy-based question because our patients are not familiar with, cur- with frequency-based surveying. So 
we really want to focus on courtesy. And so we drive courtesy, which helps us to improve our HCAP score and sustain that score. Interesting. What are you most excited about for the patient experience in the future? Yeah, I mean, that's a great question. There's, we have so much stuff going on. Um, you know, I think what we've seen in the marketplace is we, we're, we're starting to see, you know, w- back when patient experience really started coming to the forefront in the early 2000s, uh, it was, it was kind of intertwined with quality and patient safety, and it's kind of broken away from that. Um, and, and now it's its own entity. What I'm seeing now, though, is it's starting to go back toward the quality, the overall experience. And so it's not satisfaction. It's literally the entire experience. Because if if you are sick, um, you're probably not going to be really happy if, if they operate on the wrong limb or if they, you know, don't treat you correctly. You're right. I mean, so, sure. so it's really the holistic approach to patient experience, which is interesting for us. And how we can, uh, you know, how we can impact that, whether it be when they leave the when they leave the hospital, following up on making sure they have the right diets, and you know, our health campaigns outside the four walls of the hospital. But I see it really encompassing more of a holistic approach, um, and we're certainly doing that with Encompass One. Uh, it's, it's just exciting to see. I wanted to ask you because I know you've probably seen a lot of amazing stories come out of what you guys do on a day-to-day basis as far as just the way your staff and people around the country have impacted patients. Mm -hmm. Can you think of one story that you can maybe share with us of somebody that's just gone above and beyond and really changed the way a patient experienced what they were going through at the hospital because of one of our associates? Yeah, I I have so many, Tom. It'd be hard to... But I'll give you you one of my favorites, and and that is... uh, uh, Yale New Haven, uh, up in uh, up in Connecticut. So, uh, we have a, a, a director of food nutrition services up there. His name Chef Bobby, and uh, we had a we had a gentleman who um, uh, was going through cancer treatment. He was going to miss his son's wedding, uh, and so our team found out about it, and uh, with help of some people from the hospital, and we went out and rented the guy a tux, the patient a tuxedo. Uh, we set up a video link to the wedding. Uh, Chef Bobby uh, looked at the menu from the bank, the wedding, you know, the wedding dinner and, and literally copied what was on the wedding dinner. So not only did the dad get to participate via live feed in the wedding, he had what was on the menu. Uh, he got to experience that. And that's just, you know, yeah. I mean, that, that just gave me chill bumps. Yeah. It's, I mean, so, so, and the cool thing is, is we're doing that every single day, you know, and, and um, I, I could sit here for hours and tell you stories about what we're doing. It, it's amazing. Uh, uh, every day they're just focused on making sure that we go above and beyond somehow to help a patient. And, and so I get, I'm flooded by those stories and it just, you know, gets me up in the morning. I was going to say, that's got to be very rewarding Absolutely. for you just to get yeah. up and hear those stories. The last question I will ask you is, uh, before I put you on the hot seat, <laughs> dun, 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 is how can people that want to know more about positive impressions and learn more about the patient experience and what they can do to really maybe up their game, so to speak, at their unit, where can they learn more about that? How can they get more, more involved? First of all, they can, they can always access our materials on the portal. Um, and, you know, we have built, I think, uh, uh, the, the most dynamic team in our industry with regard to patient experience. You know, um, we've invested about $11 million annually in the development of our program, but also of an infrastructure that's unmatched in the industry. Cool. We have 200 on-site patient experience managers and about 13 regional patient experience managers. And so they can always reach out to any one of those people to help with understanding um, how they could implement positive impressions, how they could you know, kind of get uh, patient experience, the, the, the 
patient experience focus within their unit uh, established, they can always reach out to me. And then, of course, I've got uh, two fantastic national directors, Sophia Triano, uh, who is our national director on the East Coast, is absolutely phenomenal. Um, uh, and then Grant Randall on the West Coast. And, and Grant is new to his position as national director, uh, but those two would, would absolutely love to help as well. So just reach out to us. Um, I was just in Victoria, Texas yesterday doing a presentation to a number of nurses. So we're happy to, to come see you and to help you uh, put, it in, put it in place. Good deal. Good deal. So that kind of concludes our conversation right now, Dusty. But uh, I understand you just learned it before we sat down to do this all about what these hot seat yeah, I'm questions nervous. are. I'm you a little nervous? nervous? Well, you should yeah. be because yeah. it's fair. It's fair. It's great. Um, so we're going to run the timer here for 60 seconds. Okay. And I'm going to ask you a few questions. And, um, you know, right off the top of your head, just is pop the answers out. And it's going to get to know Dusty Derringer a little more. And here we go. <laughs> starting the timer. Dusty, what city were you born in? Joplin, Missouri. Your favorite movie as a kid growing up? It's a little boring. It's Gettysburg. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You history buff? I'm a history buff. Are you really? Yeah. I understand too. Rumor has it you one time ran for office. Is that correct? Yeah. I got beat like a drum. So yeah. <laughs> What'd you run for? I ran for the uh, state Senate back in uh, 2014. And got beat really bad? Yeah, beat. Well, I mean, it was bad enough. <laughs> Were you not going to run I would, again? I, I had the L in the column. There so you that's, go. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Um, My wife tells me I'm retired from politics. <laughs> Favorite holiday? Thanksgiving. Why? You know, I walk into the kitchen and my wife uh, is so good at what, you know, at, at, at the holiday dinner and preparation. Uh, I just like waking up and smelling the food already going. And it's just, it's a great time to be with my family. So I really enjoy it. What's your favorite sports team? The Kansas City Royals. Is that right? And the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and That's there you it. have it. That You're was off easy. The clock. That was easy. See, I told you. Man, I told that was you. Easy. Thanks a lot for being with us today, Dusty, and thank you for everything you do for the Compass One family. Your job is extremely important, as is all the people that work for you, because at the end of the day, it's all about the patients, right? Amen. Amen. I appreciate appreciate the time. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for joining us. Thanks. We sincerely hope you enjoyed this edition of Compass One Connections podcast. Be sure to check out all the other episodes in the library as we keep you connected.